Welcome to the Popish Plotcast. I'm Nate. I'm Jessica. And I'm Mike. We are three lay Catholics who are attempting to share our love of the Catholic Church with others in the hopes that they might be able to develop their own love for being a member of the Catholic Church. We're just trying to live out our charism of friendship and fun and hope that you find this an encouragement in your walk with Jesus Christ in his Holy Church. We hope you enjoy. Before we get started with today's episode... I just want to take a moment to let you, our podcast listeners, know that for the duration of our series on The Seven Deadly Sins, we are going to be combining those episodes with their the companion episode of The Seven Saintly Virtues. So instead of hearing just the sin and later on the, the virtue, we will be putting together the sin and then the companion virtue to go along with it all in one episode for a more concise listen along with a better flow of the content. I hope you enjoy and thank you for listening. Welcome to the Popish Plot. I'm Nate. And I'm Jessica. Today we're here with another installment from our series on the seven deadly sins. Wrath. Okay. There's, there's, There's no fuzzy animals I can talk about. I don't really have a good, you know. I mean, might as well just go straight to like Latin or definition or something. There might be some fuzzy animals that get tend to get wrathful, but no, there isn't really anyone that's specifically attached to this. So, in Latin, they would have called this ira, which happens to be the root word for irate, or which is also used in regards to anger, which when it comes down to it, most people talking about wrath talk about anger. For example, the dictionary definition Depending on your dictionary, it might change, but most of them all got around, most of the ones I checked all got around to the same point, extreme anger. Since really it's easier to talk about anger than wrath, we'll just go ahead and carry on with it. Um, I went and I looked up anger in the catechism and actually managed to find it. And what it stated was that anger is a desire for revenge. You want to tell what people, what, you know, paragraph this? Yes, that would be paragraph 2302 of the Catholic of the Catechism of the Catholic Church. So I was looking at, and lots of people talked about it, talk, didn't talk about wrath. They talked about anger. So, you know, the question becomes is it sinful to be angry? Mm. Well, I mean, logically, it can't always be sinful because I'm still waiting for the time in which doing what Jesus would do involves flipping over tables and, you know, throwing people out of buildings. I looked into it, and St. Thomas agrees with you. Well, that's good to know. Uh, what he's what he indicated was that anger is not evil by its nature. Um, the way that he put it specifically um, stated that I believe he reused the term species. Anger was not uh, it was not uh, sinful as a matter of its species. Mm-hmm. It just means by its nature, as revenge may be desired for both well and ill. Mm-hmm. And I assume when you say St. Thomas, you mean Aquinas and not the one whose name meant twin and, you know, was one of the twelve. Yes. In general, if I'm talking about theology and I mention (laughs) St. Thomas, I am referring to St. Thomas Aquinas. Um, But what he did say was that it would be, it could be evil due to its quantity. Mm. So anger in and of itself, not sinful. However, evil may be found in anger when, to wit, one is angry more or less than right reason demands. He's very big on just having the proper amount of whatever thing. Yes. Well, and he, and he's also he also likes to refer sins back to right reason. As St. Thomas saw pretty much all sins as being some good taken to an extent that it departed from a reasonable uh, measure. 
So basically what he's saying is, is that anger becomes wrath when it exceeds reason. So when you become angry beyond being reasonable, you are now in a, you are now in wrathful territory. I would like to know um, that while we're talking about sin and or while we're talking about the sin of wrath, mm-hmm. which would be an excess of anger, mm-hmm. it is possible for an individual to be sinful, as as Saint Thomas pointed out, from having too little anger. So for all those people who in an effort to avoid being considered as wrathful, they choose to not get angry when it would be reasonable to do so. That could very well also be a sin because it would be an injustice. So, for example, that guy went and stole my car. Ah, well, mm-hmm. no big deal. I don't care. And yes, and also it has the the problem that that people who who are not at all appropriately level anger at things mm-hmm. tend to make everyone else extra angry having to deal with them. Yes. <laughs> so that will bring us around to uh, one of the points I'm going to make about things that you can consider while trying to avoid wrath. Since we don't want to avoid wrath by simply trying to avoid all anger, because number one, sinful. Number two, I don't know that I don't know that there's anybody who really could truthfully avoid anger completely yes i think i think at some point in time they're 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 simply i think they're simply bottling that that anger up inside and putting on a and putting on a pretty face to hide it yes and you know even a a, a great number of saints when you you read about their story there's clearly points in which they're angry but they're angry at things like you know poor starving people or death and disease harming these people when they could have been you know fixed or <laughs> well even Jesus, even in the bible we see we we see for we see firsthand examples of Jesus getting angry yes table flipping the table flipping putting together putting together a cord of, a, a cord of reeds or is it, no it was, it was a cord of something and he mm-hmm. went around whipping at people but yes. you know that's never a story you get to reenact in sunday school i know i bet the guys would really like it if you know you let a bunch of third grade boys flip over tables flip over tables and go around you know <laughs> chasing each other with 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 with, with terry cloth with terry cloth whips mm-hmm. anyways so how then should we go about trying to avoid the sin of wrath? Well, when we talked about other sins, we, we talked about uh, certain things that you could go and do. Like with with pride, mm-hmm. look for those little things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, well, with wrath, we really want to consider our motivation. First and foremost, why am I getting angry? You know, we've all been there. Something happens that just kind of tweaks us the right way. And everything was fine, and now suddenly it's not, and we're all frustrated, and we're all angry. The first thing that we should be doing is asking ourselves the question, why? You know, do we really have a just reason to be angry? Is this some sort of harm that was done to us or to someone to, that we care about or are, you know, in, you know, in charge of caring for? That type of thing. Mm-hmm. We also want to consider the proportionality of our anger. Okay. Um... As, as we pointed out, wrath is either, you know, sinful sinful anger is either too much or too little. So the question is, how angry am I really? And how angry should I be? I mean, if somebody stole my car and 
I was really angry and I wanted the police to find him and give me my car back. That that's, seems like a reasonable amount of anger. That's completely, completely proportional. If I were instead to go and insist that we had to find that person, put him out in a, and put him out in the town square, hang him by his toenails and do all this other horrible stuff to him, that might be a little overreaching. I, I really think it is, honey. I mean, I, I, I know you like your car, but, you know. I don't like my car that much. Mm. I mean, I like my car, but it, I'm not going to go to the point of, you know, trying to destroy a person for it. But that's the, that just gets to the point, you know. Are you are you angry enough? Are you angry too much? We want to find that middle ground where our anger is, a, is proportionate to the harm that was done and to the justice that is due. We also want finally, to go and consider the effects of our anger. There have been times when people have gone and hurt my feelings and I've gotten really angry with them. And if I were to have held on to that anger, well, number one, holding on to anger kind of eats you up inside. It causes all kinds of stress. Stress isn't good. Has all sorts of negative physiological effects on your body. Uh, psychological effects on your mind. Undue stress is not a good thing. At the same time, it's going to harm my relationship with that person. Because if I'm harboring this anger towards them, it's going to make the reconciliation between us that much harder to achieve. So, to, to sum up, anger could be okay, might not be. If you've got too much of it or too little of it, it definitely isn't. And when you're trying to find that right balance of anger... You should ask yourself simple questions like, why am I angry? Is it too much? Is it too little? And if I hold on to this anger, what's it going to do to myself and those people around me? And most importantly, with regards to the effects on relationships, what's it going to do to your relationship with God? If you are, are so bent on seeking this revenge, are you trying to take care of something that you should be putting in God's hand? And now, here's the companion virtue. Welcome to the Popish Plot. I'm Nate. And I'm Jessica. Today, we are going to be talking about another one of those saintly virtues, patience. Just like we've been doing in the, over the past few weeks, we, we recently talked about uh, wrath. Mm -hmm. And we've been talking about sins and, and, and then their, their counterpart virtues. Mm -hmm. Well, patience would be the, the counterpart, is considered to be the counterpart virtue to combat wrath. So, as we always do, the Latin word for patience, this one's really tough. Okay. I never, you never see this coming. Patientia. Pretty much sounds like you said patience with an Italian accent and added an atheon. Pretty much. Pretty much. This one, I mean, clearly that's where we get the word from because it's a, it's clearly a, a Latin-based word. Mm -hmm. um, and the dictionary definition for patience is the capacity to accept or tolerate delay, trouble, or suffering without getting angry or upset. It, it kind of fits. It Much like... Many of the other ones, it sort of fits. Yes. As when we did Wrath, we pointed out not getting the proper amount of angry can also be sinful. Yes. And if you go to the catechism, I, I feel that they have a, uh, a better way of referring to it. They don't really have a definition for patience. Mm -hmm. But when they talk about this kind of patience, they talk about it as in bearing wrongs. It really gets back the, the way that the the way that the church looks at it. It really goes back to the the sort of combating against wrath. In that the world sees patience as simply being you know being able to accept having to wait 
for anything. If you can go and stand in the long line at the ticket counter for the movies without getting all frustrated, well, then you're a patient individual. But while there might be some degree of sin in being impatient in that type of a situation, the, the real sin that this is trying to get, a, get against is that is that unjust anger. Yes, and for, you know, a large part of, you know, any time you read human history... Not getting angry enough is rarely a problem. Yes. Quite oftentimes the real problem has been getting too angry or getting too angry too quickly. Yes. But it should be noted mm -hmm. that when the catechism talks about bearing, bearing wrongs patiently, mm -hmm. they also talk about spiritual works of mercy because bearing wrongs patiently is a spiritual work of mercy. In that, when you have those, I'm referring to in general, to minor wrongs, because as we said in our talk about wrath, yes, to not be to not have some sense of anger over a serious wrong would actually be an act of injustice and would not be a good act itself. Mm -hmm. But bearing those, you know, those those lesser wrongs done against you, you know, perhaps say your significant other or your friend of yours or family member goes and says something and the way that they say it just really irritates you. Well, not getting angry at them is in fact a work of mercy towards them. You know, bearing in mind that you don't necessarily know whether or not they were trying to hurt you. It may have been entirely accidental. And it relates to the thing about anger, about, you know, being proportional to the thing. Right. You know, if your friend says something, they probably, you know, if they're an actual friend, didn't mean to insult you. It just came out wrong. Or they were trying to say something slightly different and, you know, you read it the wrong way. And you read it the wrong way and then you jumped all over their case and now you're, now the two of you don't get along very well together and this is what we're trying to avoid. Mm -hmm. Also, when talking about patience, we will often hear a ter the term fruit of the spirit because... It is one of the fruits of the spirit. So when you've got, you know, that, that I don't know of a way to put it that doesn't come off sounding corny and, and, and Christian summer campy, but when you... So we're going to draw a tree and the, the, the patience is a pear. When you've got <laughs> that joy, 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 joy down in your heart, you get patience along with it. Because you're just singing that song. You, you can wait in line forever. That's right. It's like, it's like singing 99 bottles of beer on the wall or, or, you know. No, no, 99 bottles of beer on the wall takes 15 minutes if you're doing it quickly. That's fair. I had a very boring class. I could sing that song four times over. So. You know, in my head. I said it before, and, and, and this one actually kind of bore it out. Um, I won't always have quotes from St. Thomas Aquinas. Okay. Remember you, you were, you were yes, yes, commenting a couple weeks ago that one. I always have one. <laughs> and I said, you know, there's a really good chance in the future I won't. And I couldn't really find any really good solid quotes from St. Thomas that went along with what we were talking about today. But I did find one from St. Augustine. A man's patience it is whereby he bears evil with an equal mind. That meaning without being disturbed by sorrow, lest he abandon with an unequal mind the goods whereby he may advance to better things. See, it's patience is that balancing it. It's just kind of like with wrath. Anger's okay, but if you've got too much, you, you, you've gone wrong. And if you've got too little, you've gone wrong. Patience helps you maintain that sort of a balance. Mm -hmm. With, as, they, as he puts it, an equal mind. Basically, your being patient doesn't fill you with so it doesn't fill you with sorrow yes yes I, I can totally see it for the the people 
who, you know, might have anger issues. And so someone cuts them off on the road and their immediate response is to, you know, say various things and honk horns and flash symbols with their hands and stuff. Do, 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 do American, American (laughs) sign language and, you know. Yes, yes. And if they do all that, they they might feel slightly better or it might take whatever, you know, good feelings they had of I like this song and I'm having a good day and just destroy. Right. Because now, because then we get into that second part of the quote, lest he abandon with an unequal mind the goods whereby he may advance to better things. (laughs) Yeah, there's, there's this sense of relief that you might get from going and letting all that all that frustration at the other driver out. But at the same time, you're letting a little bit of those other sins in so that you're not quite as open to all the other good things that you might be able to reach in your life, mm-hmm. at, at least at that point in time. So now I have not always been, and I'm not always now, a terribly patient person. I often get called patient simply because I am just thinking of my own thing in my head why, why I, I know something is going to, you know, drone on forever of, you know, this line's so long and stuff. So people think I'm being patient where I'm like, nope, I'm just amusing myself. Yeah. <laughs> so what I've found, though, is that patience can be one of the more, more difficult virtues to grow in. Yes, because God never actually gives you the virtue. He gives you the ability to go and use that virtue. Right. See, patience is one of those things. It's like muscles. There's nothing I can do today that will give me super strong muscles tomorrow. No, you have to lift weights of such amount that you cause microscopic tears in your muscles and then, you know, properly rest and and feed and stuff to have them grow stronger when they repair and then repeat over and over again. If I wanted to get to be like bodybuilder, muscle man kind of a thing, Mm -hmm. I would have to do a lot of little things over and over and over and over again before I'd even really start to see any sort of progress towards that goal. Mm -hmm. And patience is a lot like it in that in order to be more patient, you've got to do lots of little things patiently. Yes, you can't be like, I am five seconds more patient now. Yep. Because you don't notice it. And, and, and it, it, it tends to be such a difficult thing for some people that we used to have a joke in, in one of the Christian groups I belong to where if you feel like you need more patience, pray for it, you'll get it. See, why, why I always told people who, who had prayer requests for patience, I'm like, no, 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 what do you really want? You do not want me to pray for you to have patience. <laughs> and, and that's really kind of the joke in there is that patience and humility tend to be things that praying for them is only going to give you the is only going to give you the things that while they will make it possible for you to grow in those in those virtues they are also going to be the things that are going to make it hard the be the hardest for you to actually stay within those virtues until you've grown because you're going to get you pay if you pray for patience you're going to be tested you're going to be tested with (laughs) all the things that would normally make you become impatient now this is not to say that you shouldn't pray for patience simply pointing out you should you should do these things with some forethought beforehand <laughs> maybe find a particular thing that you're not very patient with but you could be more patient with and pray for the strength to do that more patiently yes yes this is one of the many cases in which you should be careful what you pray for because you'll get it because you just might get it well, you just will get it. I mean, it's not really a mind. God's been fairly clear. If you're praying for something that is for your good, 
it, it, you're going to get it. You might not get it today. You might not get it tomorrow, but eventually. So, yeah. Don't pray for patience before you have a big thing to do where, you know, being stopped at every single red light and behind the little old lady going 10 below the speed limit. And, you know. If you are a mother <laughs> of five, do not pray for just a, do not do some blanket prayer to just be more patient. On the first day of school. <laughs> On the, yeah, anywhere near the first day of school because everything's going to happen. Thank you for listening to the Popish Podcast. We hope you enjoyed. Please subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever else you listen to podcasts. Please rate and review us as that will help more people to find the podcast and to join in on the fun. You can contact oh, us at yes. thepopishplot at gmail.com. Find us on the Twitters at thepopishplot. Or you can search for popishplot on Facebook. Please rate, review, and we really do enjoy hearing from you. So get in touch. And until next time, as always, remember to live your faith. Love your faith. And share, share that love. love.